Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second podcast. I'm Jeff Mason, your simple biz guy. Uh, again, hard act to follow with my grandson's intro there. It's a lot of fun. But what are we all about in a real quick nutshell? We're about 255 timeless business tools that we put into uh, this book that sells on Amazon for $18.95, also sells in ebook formats for $8.95. You can go to our website and click on uh, direct to order from there. It's simplebiz360.com. If you want a little bit of a refresher or you want to go back and just see uh, what we're all about, we did a kickoff video a week ago that'll kind of explain things. So today I want to jump into the first tool, uh, tool number one, determine what customers want. So again, these tools are arranged in eight drawers. Remember the analogy I gave last week of a tool chest, uh, that old red and silver tool chest in it with wheels on it in the garage where all those tools are neatly organized? Well, we put these, um, our chapters, our tool drawers together, and the first chapter that I fell in love with as a concept was expectations. Why did I fall in love with that? Because in my 35-year business career, and ever since I really started honing in on n knowing I was going to write this book, I, I constantly was drawn back to so many mistakes in business, so many issues, so many problems were connected to a poorly um, established set of expectations. What does the customer expect from the vendor or the business? And it just kept cropping up over and over and over. I, and I've never heard any manager talk about it in a meeting. I've never been, you know, heard anything about it from, um, you know, C leadership, CEOs, CFOs, COOs. Nobody's ever touched on it. Yet I constantly, when I trace these issues back, I'm like, wow, the expectations are horrible here. They're not set up right. So one of the things I'm married to is the concept of uh, we've got to set realistic expectations up if we're going to run customer-pleasing companies. And again, the goal of all my efforts is to make sure that you find ways to enjoy business ownership more, hold on to more of your hard-earned profits, and uh, grow your customers, uh, whether they're a, a repeat or a referral or a repeat referral customer. So that's really the goal here. And so when you think about it, what do customers want? Determine what they want is tool number one. Now, I break it down into wants, desires, needs. There's a lot of different categories. But really, when you look at what the customers want, it's the game breaker. It's the deal breaker, rather. And it's the game changer. Because oftentimes, if the customers don't get what they want, that's really where everything falls apart. You know, you can give them what they need and you can give them what they deserve, um, but if it's not something they want, it's, it's not going to work. So, you know, how do we determine what customers want? Well, I, I can tell you this profoundly. You have to immerse yourself in the customer position. You have to devote ref reflective thought, um, reflective time, um, deep, you know, deep contemplation on what is my customer getting from me? How am I delivering it to them? Is it a customer-pleasing 
process or set of processes. Um, what is it like to be my own customer? Maybe you, you have to buy your own products here and there or have somebody close to you buy it and, and ask them what their experience is with it. But nonetheless, you have to see your company, your services through the lenses of your customer. You have to sit in their chair. So I recommend finding a nice quiet place, whether it's a beach, a chair, whether it's a park, whether it's a cabin, wherever you go to think deeply about things and get rid of all the distractions. Bury the cell phone, bury the radio, and just have a notepad there and think. Really walk yourself through your own company and think about it. And, and I'm just going to give you a couple examples now of, of you know, just arbitrary examples of what you know, customers don't want. And, and I don't know if people give this thought. I'll never forget uh, taking buyer of mine out to a very prestigious St. Louis restaurant uh, about 20 years ago. And we walked in, it was about six at night, and there was only one table in that restaurant. And it was a very, very high profile uh, baseball celebrity. And he was there with his wife and another couple. And this host sat us down out of all the tables we could go to, sat us right down next to this baseball celebrity. Now, I was thinking all the way up to the table, oh my gosh, what is this guy doing? And you could see in the eyes of this celebrity, what are you doing, dude? And he immediately got up and you know, said, listen, could you move these people away? And, and he did. The same thing. I go on business trips. I walk into a restaurant. You know, I, <laughs> there's no one in the restaurant. And there's a table of seven people, you know, two parents and five kids. They're hanging out all over the, you know, uh, uh seating area and and I get seated right next to him I mean honestly think through it whoever is seating you that you don't want to go there I mean not, nothing against family but I'm a business guy I don't want to be right next to a table of hustle and bustle and small kids when there's a whole empty restaurant same thing let's stay with restaurants how many of you have gone in places where it's 55 degrees I know why it is it's so that the, the help doesn't sweat but did you ever as the restaurant owner really put you put yourself in a position and say, do I really want these people to be freezing while they're sitting here? And, and these are what I mean about things that, that people don't want. You really have to think about that. So when you, when you look at determine what customers want, think about it through the lens of expectations. And I, I, I identify that as this, um, this is my definition. Identify, communicate, and deliver customer-focused expectations that create strong relationships and provide high-quality transactions. I'm really focused in here on the transaction and what the customer thinks and what they perceive. So you, you have to really devote time to thinking through that process. And then trying to you know, think about all the ways that uh, you're doing business that might be opposite of what customers want, and, and you need to change that. You need to improve on that. Those are opportunities for improvement uh, in disguise, really. So uh, take a look at Frank Perdue. He's in the book here, and, and Mitzi, his, uh, his, his wife, uh, Frank's passed away, but Mitzi was kind enough to do a book review for us. And uh, Frank Perdue, I don't know if any of you know Perdue Chicken. If you're from the East Coast, you know him. Um, but Frank Perdue uh, was uh, notorious for uh, trying to think about what the customer wanted before they knew they wanted it. And that's really kind of what the encouragement here is, to really sit, sift through, and give that um, some close, devoted thought. Let me, let me tell you um, some things that 
just in case you're wondering what customers don't want. So let's say you're a uh, remodeler. You're uh, you know, doing any type of remodeling whatsoever in a home. Um, craftsmanship, price, quality, delivery, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but they're all kind of just tickets, you know, tickets for admission. They're just the price of admission into the job. We all think to the naked eye, if you're going to build me a deck, you can probably do it pretty well, and you can probably do it with uh, good craftsmanship. I can't, with my naked eye, probably tell what's wrong and what's right. But what I don't want, okay, if you're doing an inside job for me, and again, price, craftsmanship, and quality is all the price of admission, here's what I don't want. And I put this in my book. Unreliable arrival and departure times, mysterious and unexpected job site departures, short work days, unreturned phone calls, text messages, or emails, messy end-of-day job sites where I have to clean it up as the homeowner every day, uh, outside doors left open for long periods of time, escaped pets because the doors are open, excessive bugs in the house, tools that are not put away at the end of the workday, the generator firing up at 10 o'clock at night when you're sitting there almost asleep, ladders not put away, nails in the driveway, contractor purchasing materials on my job time, contractor forgetting essential tools, and, and missed deadlines. If you're violating those things or you're not delivering on those, and trust me, those are things that customers don't want. We don't want that. So you really have to try to figure out what customers don't want in a way that you can determine what they do want. So again, reflective thought, uh, take some time, really uh, you know, immerse yourself in seeing things through their lens, seeing things from their vantage point, and understanding what your products and services look and feel like to them. That will help you immensely. It really, really will. And, and you know, if, if there's any uh, consolation to doing that, it really uncovers tremendous amounts of opportunity for you to improve on your businesses. So, again, there's so much more to say here, but really it's tool number one. Again, uh, the book is Simple Biz 360, Timeless Business Tools, 1895 on Amazon. You can go to our website, Simple Biz 360, to, uh, to understand more about it and, uh, and order direct through there. I thank you so much for your time today. And really, we're going to sign off uh, from this point on just by saying, you know, I hope you can deliver great customer-pleasing service and hold on to your sand. It'll make a lot more sense uh, down the road in future podcasts, but hold on to that sand. Thank you again. Have a great week.